Welcome to the Communicate for Good podcast, where leaders on a mission to make the world a better place come to talk and learn about how communication, language, and words can help increase awareness, revenue, and impact with less stress and more joy. I'm your host, Erica Mills Barnhart, and I'm so excited you're here with me. Let's dive right in. Welcome to, or welcome back to the Communicate for Good podcast. I am Erica Barnhart, your host. And today I want to talk about for now versus forever decisions. Near the end of this episode, I'm going to share a decision I've made for now as it relates to this podcast. Let me set this up a bit before we we get to that. How we frame decisions has been on my mind recently because, you know, we're lucky enough, privileged enough to be in a moment, uh, me and my daughter, where she is going to go off to college. And I've been chatting with her and her friends over the past year a lot um, about this, this big life choice. What's been striking to me is that this is one of those going to college is one of those choices that gets positioned as a forever decision. And from the get-go, I've been like, that's just simply not accurate. It's a it's a big decision, but it's not a forever decision. Like I went to University of Oregon for one year, and then a bunch of stuff happened in Oregon. And so the programs that I was interested in got eradicated from the from University of Oregon. So that didn't make sense. So then I came to University of Washington, was here for a couple of years, had the great good fortune to, you know, through an exchange program, live in Paris for a year. It was a long and winding path that was not all at one place. So I've been talking to, you know, these these young people who are making these choices and just saying like, you know, make the, make the best decision you can for yourself for now and also know that things things can change with that. So big life decision isn't a forever decision, right? And I see this with my clients a lot, confusing for now with forever. And what happens is if everything, and it's kind of a default setting to a great extent, which is kind of interesting, this like, well, this is, it's a, maybe not a forever decision, but like, this is high stakes. And I think part of that is we are still all recovering from COVID and, you know, just the past, the, the, the past three years and how challenging that has been when it's done to our nervous systems, which we've talked about on this podcast before. And so we're more reactive than responsive. And that's really important to like build in ways to pause that reactivity so you can be responding. Because otherwise, this this uh, the reactivity kind of amps up all the decision-making. So of course, with the Claxon method, we start with what does success look like? And then who's our target audience? And then how are we going to reach our target audience? Or how are we going to communicate with the person that we need to communicate with, right? It's always what, who, how, grounded in the why. So you're making a decision about the goal and then about the audience and then about how you're going to reach them. That's actually a lot of decisions packed into those three questions. It's actually that in the how that I see for now whoops with forever, right? And so sort of like um, if we make this this one choice, like we have to stick with it and you don't want to be capricious, right? If you're going to try something new, try something new. But also, like take for instance, classic annual fundraiser, anybody? And and of course, so many nonprofits during COVID really had to call the question, uh, you couldn't have them. So what are you going to do? Couldn't have them in person. Um, so this was this was a hugely disruptive moment. 
And now we're seeing the emergence and the option to do it in person. And I'm hearing a lot of sort of like, well, now, now what we do next, like we really have to be very invested in it. And it, it ends up feeling like a for now decision. Like, should we keep it virtual or should it be in person? Or are we going to try a hybrid thing? And I and I mentioned annual fundraiser because by definition, the time horizon is built in. It's a, it's a year. So you're making a for this year decision. And I think it's really helpful to name that um, and to have that become part of the, the culture of how you communicate about the decisions that you're making for you and your team and your organization. You know, we we do this with like team meetings or board meetings. Like we once you you switch the frequency at which you're you're meeting, and it feels like you have to go with that forever. Do you want to stick again? Do you want to stick with these things for long enough to figure out if they serve you? Absolutely. And the question is, is this shift helping you achieve your goals more? You know, qualitatively, like in a way that feels better to you and the team, or maybe it's about um, how quickly. Right. Again, this is this is up to you and what matters to the organization. So, I think it's really helpful to, like I said, name name that, like. Are we talking about a year here? Are we truly setting precedent? Sometimes you are, right? And if you're truly setting precedent and it's going to be a tough one to go back on, okay, then those stakes are higher. But in the world of like picking, you know, should I be somebody, should I be a leader who's, you know, going to send out a, a weekly communique? You might try that for a while, but it doesn't mean you have to do it absolutely forever if it's not, if it's not working for you. So decide in advance right? How long do I need to give this or do we need to give this as a team to figure out if it's serving us? And you're going to decide what that means. So what does success look like? What does it mean to be serving you as an organization? And then when are we going to check back in? So so I mentioned that there were some changes of it with Claxton. I have the great good fortune to get to spend more time at the Evans School in the coming year, working on very cool projects, um, teaching the amazing students. Last week was graduation. And you can hear, I'm still grinning from that graduation. If any of my recent graduates or past graduates are listening to this, I'm still so stinking proud of you. It was, it's just, oh, graduation is so fun to witness. Such an honor. So doing some stuff, redesigning and implementing a new executive MPA program. It's, It's a lot of like really cool, blessed work that I get to do. That also means I need to be real about how much non-UW, Claxon, um, stuff I have time for, especially given, right, that I'm not trying to stuff my life full. I really am a fan these days of some spaciousness whenever possible. It creates the time and space for me to cook a lot these days. Lots of cooking is happening and it's like so good for my soul. I'm adoring that. So I'm, I really am, you know, always that elusive quest for balance. But I love this podcast. You know, to me, it honestly feels like I'm spending time with you when I'm doing a show like this, you know, just a solo show, like you and I are chit-chatting, even though I do realize you are not chatting back. I realize that. I get that. (laughs) Um, But it's a very creative outlet for me. And that gives me energy. So for now, this is my for now decision. I've decided to go from once a week to twice a month with the podcast. So You'll be getting, I'll be releasing them every other um, Monday. In four months, I'm going to see how that's going. Do I feel like I'm still in service to you? Um, Is this still bringing, you know, value? Uh, And I can look at some metrics and get a sense for that over time. And then I'll make adjustments, right? I'll make adjustments. And so, and if you follow Claxon for any period of time, you'll know that this is, this is a part, um, 
this is this is part of the Claxton way, uh, which is to just be trying loads of stuff. Like a couple of years ago, actually just over a year ago, when I switched from Claxton marketing to Claxton communication. So that was a pretty big switch, but not a forever switch, but a big one, right? So so a lot of intentionality went into that. And as part of that, I sunset at the blog, um, Claxton's blog, which I'd written for a gajillion years approximately. But it was just, you know, I'm looking at the metrics and it wasn't um, getting the traction that it used to, which says, eh, that's not, not the best way or the most effective way um, to communicate with the people that are now listening to this show, folks like you. And so I sunsetted it. And that, can I bring the blog back? Sure. Bring the blog back. Maybe, maybe. I, but that was the right decision for now at that moment in time. So for now, you're going to hear from me again in a couple of weeks. I'm going to try to, it's actually pretty tough to get feedback from podcasters, podcast listeners. Um, so my email is in uh, the show notes. If you have opinions on this, let me know. And if, um, you know, if it'd be helpful to like share, you know, some decisions that you're facing and to get some feedback on, are these for now or forever? How can I think about these decisions differently or anything like that? Always reach out. I'm always here for you. I hope that this framing, this for now versus forever framing helps you maybe hold some decisions more lightly and also that, you know, to free up the energy to double down on those that truly matter to you most. Do good, be well, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Communicate for Good podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you would right here, right now, go rate and review the podcast. Your review will help even more purpose-driven leaders, teams, and organizations learn how to use words to change the world. To find more ways that communication can help you increase awareness, revenue, and impact, head on over to www.claxon.communicationnos.com.